FM Studios in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Gentlemen, start your engines. Impex Pre-Owned presents Start Your Engines. Find your next car, truck, or SUV at Impex Pre-Owned on Asheville Highway in Boiling Springs and ImpexPreOwned.com. Here's your racing team for today. Show producer, Ronnie Black. Author and veteran motor sports journalist, Deb Williams. Local action from winning car builder and owner, Alan Hill. Former NASCAR team manager and author, Greg Moore. And now, here's your host for Start Your Engines. Racing historian and author, Perry Allen Wood. Good morning and welcome to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM. And uh, I know you regular listeners to this station are sick of hearing about this new board, but I get to try <laughs> it out now. And uh, I did see it a little bit Tuesday and take a peek at it, what changes are here. And uh, we'll see whether or not I can handle it or not. Good morning, Alan. Good morning, Perry. Haven't seen you since breakfast. Yeah. It's a, I looked over and seen you with a special guest over there. I did. I went and had breakfast. Uh, I got a text in the middle of the week from Chuck Piazza, great race driver from around here of yesteryear. And uh, he wanted a couple of books. And, in fact, he was on the RV thing with Johnny Allen last week. And he, my book was laying there on the Independent, so he picked it up and started reading it and I guess at some point, Johnny took it away from him, and he uh, ordered two, one for himself and one for a friend, and we met up at Granny's Kitchen in Inman, which was very convenient for him, not so much for me, but it was an outstanding breakfast. I said, uh, Chuck gave me the money for the books, and I said, I insist on buying breakfast, that way you can get some of your money back. So, told Alan I was going to be there, Alan said, I can't make it or i won't be there and here he comes walking up right as we were getting started so uh it was good to see alan up there and sell a couple of books and get started a little earlier than normal on a saturday morning and good morning ronnie good morning how you doing well i'm doing pretty good after a strange friday night for me what was so strange about it you didn't have a football our football game got postponed um there's some things happening over here I got a haunted studio because there's screen things are moving around on the screen and I'm not touching the cursor. Oh, I'm sure that's probably Tyler. <laughs> Tyler, don't mess me up, buddy. Okay, but <laughs> I can tell you I'm getting some pretty sorry audio. Are you hearing that? I don't have my headphones. Oh, on. okay. I, I'm getting double. Okay, well, nothing I can do about it. We got new equipment and Tyler's Tyler's messing with something over there or somebody is because there's. Either that or it is haunted. It is October. It seems like last October we had weird stuff start happening. Ooh. Yeah, really. So anyway, not much happened in racing this week except we had the second African-American winner in the history of uh, the Cup Series, which goes back to uh, Strictly Stock and then Grand National and Winston Cup and Nextel Cup and everything. But Wendell Scott had won the first one on December 1st. 1963 which was like the fourth race of the 64 season and uh so this past monday and i did predict rainouts, did i not last saturday and sunday although the saturday race was stopped about half uh well before conclusion but um the uh 
the cup weight race was put off until Monday, and then uh, they had their normal couple of big ones, tore up a bunch of cars, but they were still racing pretty hard, and I'm not sure how many laps they ran under the caution, but Bubba Wallace did take the lead and got credit for leading the five last five laps of the race, and it was getting dark. It was They had the jet dryers out there, or the, the air titans, and they were trying to dry it, and then it came another downpour, and that was it. There was no way to finish that race. Bubba Wallace was declared the winner, and um, I mean, I was tickled to death. It was it was good to to see a crew and a team that happy. So um, Michael Jordan and his team got it done in the first year, Alan. Yes, they did. And uh, matter of fact, talking about first time winners, uh, Talladega gives three first time winners in the truck series, in the Xfinity series, and in the Cup. Well, I didn't realize that, but I did. The Xfinity race didn't go the distance either. Well, I mean, both of them didn't go the distance. Right. But Brandon Brown, uh, independent. Yep, Brandon, and, uh, and he was the one that was always a thorn in Jeremy's side. But he, yep, he was the first one looking in this year, I think, instead of it being Jeremy. And just think, if they'd have got done back in early in the season, winning you in. Yep, yep. And, but uh, the thing about Talladega, it's, uh, I mean, you got to have skill to drive a race car period but they have a lot of first-time winners there like i didn't realize the truck winner was a first-timer too yep and uh in the cup series there i think that was made the 11th or 12th first-time winner there and uh but michael jordan he said you know whenever they interviewed them all through this week and stuff like that he said hopefully they can get one or two more this year but uh you know Kind of like Kevin Harvick. Uh, who would have thought Kevin <laughs> Harvick would have went this long? <laughs> yep. Hadn't had one yet either. And let me get something out of the way right here for all the knuckleheads and dopes out there that say they gave that race to uh, Bubba. Bubba Wallace. I mean, uh, no. I did some research. Mm-hmm. And this is just quick research. In fact, I did this, went back home and printed this out between Granny's Kitchen and coming into the studio. So if you think they gave the race to Bubba Wallace, and if you do, you're a blithering idiot, and maybe even worse than that, and I won't go there, but races that were called short of completion, and there's probably hundreds of them, and I mean big ones. At least. But I got seven Indianapolis 500s here. Uh, 1926, Frank Lockhart led 160 of 200 laps, or finished, the race went 160 of 200 laps. 1950, Johnny Parsons won, 138 of 200 laps. 73, the first year I went, Jordan Gordon Johncock, 133 of 200 laps. 75, I was there, Bobby Unser, 174 of 200 laps. Get this one, 1976, 102 of 200 laps. That's 255 miles. You think they wanted to take that away from Johnny Rutherford? I don't think so. He gets credit for the Indy 500. And a win is a win. A win is a win. Uh, uh, 2004, Buddy Rice won 180 of 200 laps. 2007, Dario Franchitti won it. Fran- Franchitti won 166 of 200 laps. And who can forget uh, Ashley Judd running barefoot with that flimsy dress on down pit road in the lane to Victory Circle. That's one of my best, my, my favorite images of auto racing. My I do ending. remember that. Yep. But I don't have a complete list for NASCAR. But what I do have 
is, well, as a matter of fact, the race the day before that that the uh, the Xfinity race that Brandon Brown won, it didn't go the distance. It, it only went like 113 of, I'm not sure how many laps that race was. But here's just a few notes. Jeff Gordon, this is in the modern era, and I hate that term, but the modern era since 1972, there have been, this is current, there have been 52 rain-shortened races. 52 since 72. Jeff Gordon won five of them at Bristol, Talladega, Atlanta, and Pocono twice, and that's the most of any driver. Mm -hmm. So I guess they gave Jeff Gordon five races he didn't deserve. Darrell Waltrip won four at Atlanta twice, Bristol, and Darlington, and everybody remembers the one at Darlington because Larry Mack just told us about it a couple of weeks ago when he sent the guy to read the radar that didn't know how to read the radar. <laughs> and then five drivers have, have uh, had three races given to him in the rain. Rusty Wallace, Jeff Burton, Tony Stewart, Kirk Busch, and Cale Yarborough. So I don't want to hear a peep about it rained and they gave the race to somebody. Bubba Wallace won that race, and five minutes later, as far as I was concerned, it went to full 500 miles, and, and that's it. And listen, he was leading, what, four or five laps? That's what I said. He and led during the last this, five laps. And during this time, everybody saw the rain coming, and everybody was trying to get up front. So it wasn't like it was a surprise. That's no. What, that's what brought the caution out. <laughs> everybody trying to get to the front. And I, yep. have to, I have to drive through you. Yeah. I have to drive through you to get to the front. But the I, last I don't wreck, like it. but the last wreck happened behind Bubba. Yep, they were yeah. trying. They were trying to catch up with him. Well, so. there's, there's one wreck there. It happened in front of him, and you just barely see the glimpse of his car oh, yeah. coming through. He just well, squeezed right through. Do there. you remember? And, the, and, and, and my like my daddy used to say, "I'd rather be lucky than good any day." Do you remember the spring race when he uh, the car was up in the air and like hit the top right corner of the windshield Logano's. yeah when he Logano. went under it yeah Logano's. yeah Logano. I, yep. that was just you know don't tell me I, I, and that was luck but yep. he he had to be yeah, they, they in the were, right position to miss it anyway there was yeah. no skills there you just uh kind of close your eyes and hopefully it didn't land on top of you oh yeah well <laughs> but he you did gotta be, you gotta be there yeah you gotta be there you gotta be in it to win it and i have also said already a couple of times today that it's probably now, correct me if I'm wrong, but it, every most people say it the, probably takes the least skill to win at Talladega than any place. And Daytona might yeah. be right behind it, but it's just, it's just put it to the floor yeah. and try to position yourself. And if you got teammates, it's, uh, it's a bonus. It, it's somebody in Charlotte yeah. probably telling you well, what to do. <laughs> well, if you look at teammates, teammates were on the outside and behind him, and the two car was, uh, don't get me wrong, the two car was helping oh, yeah. Bubba. Yeah, I mean, let's go, let's let's go. And, 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 and Bubba said as much. Yeah. Well, um, Tyler or somebody is uh, is uh, messing with Green. I can't see the clock. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to. Well, I can't even start the break. So uh, I tell you what, let's take a call. Cause let's take might, a call. This might be something I need to know. Uh, start your in- Start your engines. Hello? Start your engines. Well. <laughs> Let's don't take a call. Let's don't take a call. I don't know who that was, but I can't. I can't see where to click on to start the commercial break. So this is kind of. 
I don't know exactly well, why. Why don't we keep, keep talking? talking. But if you want to, I'll just start in on mine. It's getting next to 1020, I think. Well, I got on my unofficial Walmart $7 watch. I got like 1016. Um, Okay, there it is. He put the right screen back up. So let's just go ahead and take a break while I can take it. We'll come back with some more uh, local results from Allen Hill. You're listening to Start Your Engine. Start your engines. We'll be back after this quick pit stop on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM. Impex Pre-Owned is raising the bar in the car industry. Impex is a different kind of dealership. Family-owned and operated, Jamie Nodine and his wife Rita are Boiling Springs natives and are proud to be serving the Boiling Springs, Inman, and Spartanburg communities. Jamie and his staff are committed to providing excellent customer service and making sure your experience is simple, transparent, and fair. Visit Impex Pre-Owned today. Conveniently located up I-26 on Asheville Highway. Don't just dream it, drive it at Impex Pre-Owned. For scores, high school football schedules, articles, and everything going on here at the station, download our app today. Just search Fox Sports 1400 either at the Apple Store or via Google Play now. You already know Palmetto Spirits is the place to go for wine, fine bourbons, and home bar essentials. But Palmetto Spirits is also the perfect place to pick up your favorite local craft brews like RJ Rockers, crowd-pleasing Budweiser brands, and world-famous imports like Stella Artois, Modelo, and Corona. Whether you're in search of the ideal wine pairing or the ideal gift jim and the staff at palmetto spirits will get it in your hands palmetto spirits located at the corner of reedville and anderson mill roads make phillips and long fuel chesney your source for propane in spartanburg county they offer propane for hot water heaters cooking and heat they can fill your grill tank and get you ready for grilling season not only do they sell propane but they sell a large variety of propane accessories such as grill tanks and other appliances that run on propane if your propane tank is running low, call and we'll have it filled within one business day. Call them at 864-461-8511. That's Phillips and Long Fuel, located at 421 South Alabama Avenue in Chesney. Do you own a diesel truck that just doesn't have the power you want when pulling your camper, boat, or livestock trailer? Whether you use your diesel truck for work or play, optimal performance is important. PF Auto and Diesel has over 30 years' experience and employs ASE certified mechanics and can get your diesel engine running right. So whether it's the power stroke in your Ford that's giving you issues or your dump truck or tractor trailer just isn't running right, call PF Auto and Diesel today to schedule your appointment. 426-5083. PF Auto and Diesel 1116 Jonesville Lockhart Highway and Union. Worth the drive to get your diesel engine running right. Military and first responders get 10% off with proper ID. Hey, man, this was so cool of Dana White to let us social distance on his private island. Yeah, I just got one problem. My doggone radio just lost the reception. I got your solution. Download the Fox Sports Spartanburg app. Download it? Like into my tractor? Well, on your smartphone. Get it in the Google Play or App Store. And I can listen to every show. Open mic, bump and run, Dan Patrick, and Colin Coward. How do I talk to the guys? Text them on the Elite Audio text line right there on the app. Well, golly, I better get that on my phone. It's almost like you're back in Spartanburg, but we're sitting here drinking my ties. Download the free Fox Sports 1400 app today from the Apple Store or Google Play. Image Printing is the only shop in the upstate that prints signage, decals, banners, t-shirts, wide format printing, full color paper printing, and offers graphic design services all in-house. 
And now Image Printing is offering custom t-shirts with no minimum quantity. That's right. Image Printing now offers direct-to-garment printing, which means you can get your design printed on a t-shirt, whether you want one or 1,000. Visit Image Printing at 845 California Ave, across the street from the Spartanburg County Detention Center. Call 864-583-8848. Do you want a rundown house or a property with problem tenants? Did a relative leave you a house behind on maintenance and all the problems that go with it? If any of these things are true, Upstate Property Solutions can help. Upstate Property Solutions buys homes in any condition or circumstance. Foreclosures, condemned homes, mobile homes with or without land, it doesn't matter. We have a solution for you. The best part is we will pay you cash. So give us a call today at 256-0727 or visit UpstatePropertySolutions.com. Consultations are free. Let's go to Allen Hill for the local results. Take it away, Allen. Well, I've only got one local results this week, and that's at Cherokee Speedway. Uh, they wound up all three nights of racing there on Saturday night for the Mike Duval Memorial Race and uh, had a lot of good racing going on. And uh, we're going to start off with Super Sportsman, and I'm going to give you the first five. And since uh, no other tracks were racing, that means some other guys went to other race tracks, and I mean, Come to this racetrack, so uh, you'll know some of these big names in here. And we're going to start off with, uh, let's start off with Super Sportsman. Big 30-lap feature there. First place went to Cade Langley. Second went to Josh Hoots. Third went to Mitchell Duval. Fourth went to Luke Edison. And fifth went to Wally Fowler. Wally Fowler. Wally Fowler. I'm glad to see him come back over at Cherokee Speedway. Uh, I bet some other people weren't so glad about it. Well, I mean, that's uh, (laughs) in the Thunder Bomber. Big 30-lap main event in it. Uh, had a little deal with it. Second protested first. No. First back protested second. Mm. So that meant third place actually won the race. They both were illegal? <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> so we're going to start off with first place, a new winner, Hunter Funderburk. Second place, Steve Green. Third, Nick Walker. Fourth, Ricky Bogan. And fifth, Travis Mosley. And the Crusoe Lake Models. First place, Jeremy Steele. Second, Dylan Brown. Third, John Ruggiero Jr. Fourth, Owen Osteen, son of Doug Osteen. Oh, that's a big name. Yes, it is. Fifth went to Brian Mullis. And the 602 Thunder Lake Models. First place went to Dale Timms. Second went to John Ruggiero. That means he had two cars there. Uh, third went to David Smith, one of our uh, interviews here yeah, last yeah. year. Uh, fourth went to Brian Mullis, and fifth went to John Price. In Crystal Street Stock Division, first place went to Hank Taylor. Second went to Andy Stewart. Third went to Blake Pryor. Fourth went to Dalton Peavy. Fifth went to Shannon Adams. And then Friday night, I told you a little bit earlier, they had the World of Outlaws there. Brandon Overton, he won there on Saturday night. He picked up from there, and World of Outlaws went down to Sonoa, Georgia, where he went down there and won again with a Clements motor. Oh, there you go. There you go. Longhorn chassis. And uh, Longhorn chassis, two of our, you know, local people here. Yeah. And uh, then we're going to go over here to the Pure Stock. Pure Stock. First place went to Dwayne Worley. Second went to Jason McGrews. Third went to Derek Burgess. Fourth went to Nathan Pierce. 
and fifth went to Josh Ayers. The Middies Modified showed up there. First place went to Ethan Wilson. Second went to Trey Stampler. Third went to Ty Norder. Fourth went to Chris Stowe. And fifth went to Tyler Love. The Carolina Clash Series, they had a big race up at Fayetteville, North Carolina. First place went to Dalton Wilson. Second went to Jeff Smith. Third went to Trent Ivey, one of our local boys from right down here in Union, South Carolina. Uh, fourth went to Ben Watkins. And fifth went to Rambo Franklin. That's pretty much our uh, results from last week since we only had one racetrack racing. But uh, we're going to move over here. And uh, <laughs> kind of looked over here, and I saw the man pulling his microphone. I figured he was fixing to say something, so it kind of distracted me a little bit. That's a, sorry about that. <laughs> uh, but Harris, don't touch your microphone if you don't have anything to say. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. I, I, I seen him pulling it over, and I said, "Well, he's fixing to say something." I think, but he uh, doesn't usually talk during your part. I know, but uh, okay. well, it sounded like you were wrapping it up. So, well, I'm I'm fixing to get. Let the cake. <laughs> <laughs> well, Speedway, I'm not trying to short you. <laughs> Harris Speedway, they have postponed their big front-wheel drive race that's supposed to pay $5,000, but they come back on here and post it up. If weather clears out today, they're going to put on eight divisions of racing tonight. Well, now, that's a pretty big if. What, are you supposed to head to Harris on an if? Uh, well, no, you well. Used to, we used to head to we used to head to Cherokee Speedway and it pouring down rain. Well, I know, but he, but guess what? We got all this updated material today, and all you got to do is sit here and watch uh watch the radar. I, yeah, watch the radar. Which, uh, if you notice, most of our rain has been coming out of Greenwood, and it's been it's been skirting right over on that Broad River. Yeah. So I don't think Harris Speedway has got as much rain as. Kind of like we uh, Traveler's Rest over there did and stuff like it, where they got three and four inches. Mm. But uh, Harris Speedway, if the weather clears out, they're going to have eight divisions of racing over there. They're going to have the 602 late models. They're going to have the Renegade street stock combined. They're going to put on a crate sportsman deal. Thunder Bomber, pure stock, stock front-wheel drive. Thunder Bomber Futures, Young Guns. Gates are going to open today at 3 p.m. Grandstands, listen to this. Ten dollars. That's cheap. That's cheap. That is. That is cheap. So no reason not to go over there. No. Here they've been doing a lot of improvements. Improvements up there at Harris Speedway. Uh, pits are going to be thirty dollars. Kids twelve and under get in free. Drivers meeting this afternoon at six p.m. Did I hear it on our show last week or someplace? I don't know where else I would have heard it. Talking about how silky smooth the surface was at Harris. That they'd done so much work on it. I think that was Josh Burgess. Whenever I had the interviews from the week before, okay, like somebody that. was talking but, about how great the service oh, it, was. It up is. There. It's, it's, it gets. Um, but also coming up uh, next weekend, Travers Rest Speedway, October fourteenth, fifteenth, sixteenth. They got the fifth annual Thunder Bomber Classic over there. That's where they pay Thunder Bombers ten thousand mm. dollars to win, and. Uh, Kind of glad that the boys that protested each other, first and second, back here to Mike Duval Memorial, now they got their stuff out of the way, so now, now we can go back and run the Thunder Bomber Classic. Now, how would you like to know that you went to the Thunder Bomber Classic and won it and got pulled and got thrown out for 10000 mm. Let me ask you a question. Yes. All right, they run the race. Yes. Can third place protest 
second? Or can you only protest first and then he go no. back at you? If you you can run fifth and you can protest the first four cars on fuel to get to first, then first place you can just blister him. I ain't going to say blister him, but you can pull heads, camshaft, everything else. But guess what? If the first place man decides he wants to go all the way back to fifth, that means he's got to pull second, third, fourth mm. to get back to fifth. Good grief. I kind of done that one night over there. And, uh, <laughs> you kind of did it? kind of done it. And uh, <laughs> So you can protest somebody over at Cherokee Speedway. You can pull them on fuel for $100. Okay. Well, a guy sat back there, and I won, and he went back there and run, uh, he run third. He pulled me, but he pulled second place on fuel. Well, I was going to back pull him. I wasn't going to be the only one working on my car that night. So uh, <laughs> I pulled him on fuel, too. He said, you can't do that. I said, well, I just want to look at his fuel, too. If you're going to look at it, I want to look at it. So I got to pull him back. <laughs> All right, uh, one more stupid question. All right, last week, the second place, they pulled each other, and the third place guy won. Yes. Now, can the new second place guy protest or is it too late do you have too is late. there a it's time five, limit five minutes after the race that's five minutes oh, okay. after the race All so right. uh don't get me wrong uh like you was talking about uh so uh third place actually you know he said their time limit was up but if you're there and you run fourth and you thought that first and second was going to be illegal you might as well throw your money up in there and get let's get third in there too but okay. that's part of the that's part of the deal being there wow Okay. Kind of keeping up with it. Also, well, Travers Rest Speedway, they got the Thunder Bomber Futures paying $1,500 to win. And they got the Pure Stock Division paying $2,000 to win. Thursday, gates are going to open up at 5 p.m. Practice is going to be from 7 to 10 p.m. On Friday, the gates is going to open up again at 5 p.m. Give you time to get off work or whatever and get on over there. Driver's meeting is going to be at 7. On Saturday, the gates are going to open up at 3.30 that way you can get on over there because during this Thunder Bomber Classic, everybody knows over there that you buy your pit spots. But since they only going to be running mostly these three divisions over there, it's going to be parking will be first come, first serve. So you really haven't got a spot reserved. So now, you're talking about buying your pit spot. That's for the racers. Yes, like it, like uh, we've always had one spot there on pit road. Right. And uh, first year, if I want that spot, I give them a hundred dollars, and I put my little tag up there. It says twenty-five T. Is if that I, is that for I, the year or just that yeah, week? Yeah, that's, that's for the year. Okay. So if I pull up there at seven o'clock, somebody's in my spot. I, y'all got to move. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, it kind of you know. I got you. Uh, stands, two-day pass is going to be $30 for this Thunder Bomber Classic. And uh, Pitts is going to be $75 for a three-day pass. Okay. Also, same weekend at Carolina Speedway. They got the King of the Carolinas going on up there. That's going to be from October the 15th and 16th on Friday. They're going to run the Carolina Sprint Tour, Sprint Cars, and also... Thunder Sportsman, Pro 4, Young Guns Front Wheel Drive, Super Sportsmans will have heat and qualify. And Thunder Bombers will have heats and qualifying. Or I should say that right different. First you qualify, then you run your heat races. Right. right. Okay. I knew what you meant. 
And I don't know where they come up with this at, but Stan's is going to be $18. 15 or 20 Let's round it off. Wow. <laughs> but uh, on Saturday, we're going to have uh, at Carolina Speedway. They're going to have the Blue Ridge Outlaw Late Models up there. They're going to have the main events for the Super Sportsman Division. They're going to have main event for the Thunder Bombers, Hornets, Pure Stock. Stan's is going to be $20 to get in on Saturday night. Pits will be $35. Driver's meeting will be at 5.30 on Saturday afternoon. Okay, Cherokee Speedway, pretty much uh, 10.16, which will be next Saturday. For uh, all our fans that's got little kids, they're going to have the monster trucks over at Cherokee Speedway. Okay. A little something different. For Halloween, maybe. Uh, monster? <laughs> Halloween? Monster truck. Little Whatever kids? monster truck is. Yeah. Also, on 10-23, they got the Steel Block Bandits. On 11-2, which will be in November, they got the prelude to the final races over there, which will be on uh, 21st of November. They always have the Blue-Gray 100. And then the week after, on 11-26 and 28, that's the weekend after Thanksgiving, everybody knows that they always had the four-cylinder nationals over there. And uh, from what I understand, they're going to be kind of attributing this to the Jamie Madison. Okay. You remember the deal where he said uh, everybody will get, like, uh, this year they're going to get it back up to $10,000 mm-hmm. to win. Actually, it'll be $10,097 because they're going to give you $97 because that was Jamie Madison's number. Number, number 97. Gotcha. So uh, that's pretty much what our local scene is going. Like I say, we're getting down to the end of the season, and uh, – Getting down to the nitty and the gritty. Yeah, nitty and gritty. All right. So they're still racing the sea, so you got a few more weeks to go out and see uh the local drivers at the local tracks and they're uh they're going for it just like it was the first week of the season. So get out there and support your local track and uh we will let Alan tell us every week what happened and it looks like uh well through the end of the last show, we're still going to have something to talk about locally because our last show will be that week after Thanksgiving, and uh, you'll still be – you just said something that happened the week after Thanksgiving. That's going to be the four-cylinder nationals over there. All right. And, so, uh, it just the, doesn't seem like that it's already been long enough of a race season that we're this close to the end. We got seven shows after the day, the way I figure it. So, uh, you know, that's that's it. <laughs> Well, if you want a winning season, it's short. If you want a losing season, it's been long. Really long, yeah. I, I understand. <laughs> and you've been on both, I reckon. I've been on both sides of that story. All right. Well, thank you, Alan. we got about five minutes to go before a break. So uh, let's wrap up the uh, cup race. And did I say who our main guest is? I think I did. I don't know if I did or no, not. No, you did not. Well, it's time to tell you that uh, in lieu of – Bubba Wallace winning at Talladega, the second black driver to ever win a top-level race. I think I remember heading in this direction, but I never got there because I got ticked off about the people that said they gave it to him. But at 11 o'clock, we're going to have Tony Arnold McFarland back, and we had her own back last March to commemorate uh, Black History Month in February. But also, it was the anniversary on March the 4th of Wendell Scott's first Grand National Race, which was here in Spartanburg. 
and a Buck Baker Chevrolet that he had just bought. I was there. I thought it was Buck Baker. I couldn't tell the difference. So anyway, um, and we're tell, going, the, tell everyone who she is. Yeah. Well, Tony Arnold, her father. I met her because uh, her father had just passed away last year, and I, I was watering my grass, and I just happened to hear something on the radio that they were having a special uh, commemorative ceremony for him at the fairgrounds. And I said, well, what the heck? Let me go out there. And I went out there, and they had a nice crowd, and they were showing videos on this uh, inflatable screen under, a, under that canopy, that, that building they have there in the infield at the Spartanburg Fairgrounds. And um, Tony was up there talking, and she was going on and doing the best she could. And she said, well, I wasn't here, but I understand this and that. And, uh, and I'm... when she took a breath, I said, uh, let me introduce myself. I told her who I was, had my fox hat on, told her I had a show. we had a show. And I said, I was there that night. Just let me handle this part of it. So I did about half an hour on that first race and what I knew about Wendell Scott's career and um, ended up having Tony. That was on a Friday. I think we had Tony on, not the next day, but the next, the following Saturday. And so uh, the first thing I thought of when they declared uh, Bubba Wallace the winner Monday afternoon was, well, let's get her back on here and so um, and see how if we can get some Scott family members. Well, Frank who was on our show last year, he swamped. Everybody wants to talk to Frank. In fact, I saw him on uh, good whatever CBS's morning show is. The morning show. Yeah, and um, and he's probably been on a whole bunch of other ones that I missed. I know he's on Race Hub. I saw that the other afternoon uh, late. So, um, so Tony was able to get Debbie Scott, who never does interviews. I understand she might have done a couple. But Debbie Scott, Wendell's daughter, doesn't do that many interviews. So we're going to have her on. And along with her, Tony um, Arnold, whose father was Ray Arnold on Wendell's pit crew, who also was an educator. And I'm going to get to high school wrong, so I won't say it. It's over in Greenville. But he had an auto racing club over there. He was uh, he was uh, like head of the mechanical engineering or something that whatever high school this is and we'll find that out shortly and um and her son trey is going to be on because she says and she's correct she doesn't know the history that well but trey does so she's got him on for support and then we got the one of the uh board members of the wendell scott foundation and his name's tj davis so but the main person we're going to be talking to is deborah scott and uh debbie I, I never heard Deborah, Debbie Scott, and we'll get her to some remembrances of her father and what this victory by Bubba Wallace means to uh, the Scott family and to auto racing, in her opinion, and and black auto racing in general. So we'll take care of all that at eleven o'clock, and if we run a little over, we'll stick a commercial in the middle of it and keep going. We will have Debbie uh, Deb Williams is going to come on at ten thirty. I'm sorry, 11.30, and we'll let her get her usual 20 minutes, which will leave us about, uh, you know, 10 minutes to wrap up the show. So we got a little different schedule for the second half of the uh, show, and we're going to take a timeout. Let's just go ahead and do our last break right now, and I'm going to do all my stuff that I usually do in the last quarter, uh, last 20 minutes. I'm going to do it in the next 20 minutes. So let's take a break right now, come back, 
and get into the local results and point standings and what's going on this weekend. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports, 1498.3 FM. Ricky's Drive-In West and Little Rick's East on Asheville Highway are your go-to stops for chili dogs, cheeseburgers, and so much more. Right now, all combos are just $6, and all kids' meals are just $3. And it's easier than ever to take advantage of these deals with their convenient drive-thru. Do you have a big appetite or several mouths to feed? Ask for the drive-thru special. Ten hot dogs, a large fry, and a gallon of tea for just $22.99. Ricky's Drive-In West on Blackstock Road and Little Rick's East on Asheville Highway. The drive-thru is open. If you're riding around in your car listening to the game and your car radio sounds like this and you want it to sound like this There's the pass to Leitner Puts it up then you need to visit Elite Audio on Asheville Highway. Elite Audio sells and installs premium audio systems for your vehicle. Car stereo speakers, DVD players, navigation systems, and so much more. So stop riding around listening to busted speakers and subpar audio quality and visit Elite Audio today online at EliteAudioOnline.com. Elite Audio, 1504 Asheville Highway. You dream it, we build it. We are The home of the South Carolina Gamecocks is Fox Sports 1400. WSBG Spartanburg. Now on FM at 98.3. Spartanburg has been known as the hub city for decades due to our proximity to rail lines and interstate highways. Upstate Logistics has been part of the hub city transportation scene for over a decade. Upstate Logistics provides businesses with warehousing and transportation services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. And more importantly, we support Spartanburg. Be it high school and college sports or important community projects, Upstate Logistics wants to help move Spartanburg forward. Upstate Logistics, keeping your business and Spartanburg moving forward. To find out more, visit at UpstateLogistics.com. Hey, this is former Gamecock quarterback Steve Tannehill. Join me and Tyler Sugar Thursdays this fall for the Tyler and Tannehill Show from 6 to 8 p.m. We will talk Gamecocks, some Tigers, and any other college football team playing this fall. We'll also talk about the NFL. Whether you're still a fan like me or a Washington football team fan like Tyler, we'll cover everything going on at the pro level as well. So join us Thursdays from 6 to 8 for the Tyler and Tannehill Show presented by P. Huff Auto and Diesel, 1116 Jonesville, Lockhart Highway and Union, right here on Fox Sports, 1498.3 FM. River Falls Plantation, a Gary Player signature course, is open to the public. Membership opportunities are available, though, including family, corporate, and individual memberships. They offer a discounted membership for seniors over 60, and juniors under 30. But you heard me right. You don't have to be a member to play at the beautiful course at River Falls. Don't have time for a full 18? Why not nine for just $25 every Monday through Friday? Schedule your tee time today by calling 433-9192 or go online to riverfallsgolf.com. This is Jeremy Clement. And you're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports, 1498 FM. Speedy Lube and Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway, and Inman lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASC certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust Speedy Lube in Inman. Open weekdays from 8 till 6 for Fast, fair, and friendly service. Visit Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman. It's a beautiful day for the beach, or an afternoon hike, or perfecting your three-pointer at the park. Where you're spending your day may be up for debate, but stopping for an icy treat at McDonald's is not. Now try new Frozen Coke and Frozen Fanta Wild Cherry or Blue Raspberry. Get any size for just $1.69. It's more than a drink. It's a McDonald's drink. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices of participation may vary. Limited time only cannot be combined with any other offer. Combo meal. Coca-Cola and Fanta are registered trademarks of the Coca-Cola Company.
Well, that usually means Deb's coming on, but not today. Deb will be on at 11.30, so uh, I'm going to take us to uh, to the top of the hour break. So let's wrap up the cup. Of course, Bubba Wallace was the winner in a rain-delayed or a rain-shortened race. Um, it was a 188-lap race, and they did 117, and he won the Talladega Yellowwood 500, just as well as if he ran all 200 laps. He started 19th in the McDonald's car. Now, I heard something that this was the first race that McDonald's had won since Jimmy Spencer. And that was your brother's car, right? My brother's crew chief. But I can't, I find it hard to believe that, did Bill Elliott never win a race in there? Because he ran for McDonald's for quite a bit. I don't think so. Uh, it, or Bill, I think Bill might have been before Jimmy was, but I don't know. No, Bill Elliott drove a number 94. He wasn't yeah. even with Junior. I, I, I don't know if that was, I don't know whose car that would have been unless it was just Ernie Elliott or something. I, I, I can't remember. But if that's the but, case, that would be like 1994 since McDonald's but, uh, won. But uh, Jimmy Spencer won the, 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 I'd say, the 4th of July race he did. at Daytona. Then he won the Talladega race yeah. in that car. Yeah. Uh, it was like two in a row almost. Yeah, two in a row. Well, that was, uh, I heard that, and I think I heard it on the broadcast, and when I hear it there, it usually means it's correct. But then when they say that the Darlington stripes on the wall instead of the car, I, I know they don't know what they're talking about. So maybe we'll get some clarification on that. Brad Keselowski was second. Joey Logano was third. Kurt, Kurt Busch fourth. Christopher Bell, who was ramping it up because he's got a win. I think he's, I think he's last place of a – boy, we're getting all kinds of noises going on here. Um, Christopher Bell, it was fifth. Chris Boucher, sixth. Denny Hamlin, seventh. But he was a winning car owner, partially. Uh, Kevin Harvick, 8th, Eric Jones, ninth, and Anthony Alfredo was 10th. You noticed uh, Kurt Busch run over there and gave uh, his next year's teammate a big hug around the neck. Yep, and uh, you see him talk to Joey Logano and Brad Keselowski, and they said, uh, we're glad to end it right here. We'll take that second and that third place finish. We're going to get out of here because you see what they got. They got, they got second and third in second stage points. Then they got... Second, third in the end points. Mm. So that was a that was a that was a big plus for them. Yeah, that let them double dip a little bit. Yeah, double dip, and we didn't even run. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's uh here's the way the standings are after that race. Denny Hamlin is the leader, and he will move on to the next round because he has won a race. Uh, of course, Bubba Wallace won the race, but he's not in the playoffs, so he doesn't move on. Kyle Larson a second, and he's 19 points behind. Joe Logano was third, 20 points behind. Truex and Keselowski are tied for fourth at 21 points back. Ryan Blaney is sixth, 26 points back. Chase Elliott is seventh, 32 points back, and he's tied with Kyle Busch, also 32 points back. Ninth is Kevin Harvick, uh, 41 points back. Then uh, Christopher Bell is uh 10th he's 60 points back william byron i think he's been uh eliminated hasn't he um or maybe he's getting ready to be possibly <laughs> he's uh he's 12th 13th is kurt bush 14th tyler reddick um 15th eric almarola and 16th is mcdowell mcdowell almarola reddick and bush have been eliminated and after tomorrow's elimination race the four on the bubble right now 
are um, Alex Bowman, William Byron, Christopher Bell, and Kevin Harvick, if you can believe that. You reckon he'll be trying? Uh, he'll be trying, but uh, pretty much they got to win it. By the way, they have set to qualifying for the race tomorrow, and Denny Hamlin is on the pole. Uh, with Brad Keselowski outside, Joey Logano and Christopher Bell in the second row, Truex and Blaney in the third row, fourth row is Kevin Harvick and Chase Elliott, and the fifth row are the Cows, Bush and Larson. So, um, got, looks like 39 cars. Uh, starting 35th is Scott Heckert. Never heard of him. So, um, we'll see what happens there. Here's a guy to watch, starting way back in... 33rd will be A.J. Allmendinger. And don't, you know he's got a chance. The only thing I've seen I really didn't like in that Talladega deal was uh, three minutes on the clock, then you had to go out there and try to make the minimum speed and stuff like that. And you've seen what Kyle Larson done. Mm-hmm. They sent him out there. Right front tire was towed completely tore yeah. out. Yeah. And uh, what do you do? Try to get up to speed for the three laps and, and uh, hit the wall. Hit the wall. Blow the tire, hit the wall. Now I have to come back down again, and, uh, you know, I ain't going to say, let's, let's do away with that clock. That I mean, sounds pretty definite. Do away with the clock. Do away with the clock. All right, the Xfinity race. Now, I did hear uh, Jeremy Clements on open mic on Wednesday, and, um, of course, now he he had a bad race, started out bad and stayed there. He finished 24th. He was three laps behind, but he said that car had some sort of miss or skip or engine problem. It was just, you could tell by the sound of it, it's got that dull seven or six cylinder sound when it's an eight cylinder. And he said they came in and they checked the plug wires and everything. And they went back out and they left the plug wire off and they had to come back in for that. And then by the time it was all over with, it was, uh, um, they were three laps behind and they found up whatever, whatever I just said, 20, what did I say, 26th, 24th. So, I mean, the two races, Jeremy does such a great job all through the season to get to the playoffs, and his two playoff races have been, you know, just nightmares. Crash at Las Vegas. Starts out with a fouled-up engine at Talladega last week where you need an engine pretty badly on a 200-mile track, 200-mile-an-hour track. So the winner was Brandon Brown, and once again, he gets credit for it, even though they only went 107 of 113 laps. They came up uh, six laps short because of darkness. I think they might have could have finished it if it had a little bit more light. And as they say, those television cameras make it look a whole lot lighter than it really is. It was dark. So Brandon, Brandon Brown won it. Brandon Jones was second. Justin Allgaier was third. Daniel Hemrick fourth. Jordan Anderson a new name in there, driving at number 31, the Bomberito car, was uh, fifth, Justin Haley sixth, Jeb Burton seventh, Austin Sendrick eighth, Josh Berry ninth, and Joe Graff tenth. If you look at the standings, um, not looking too good for Jeremy, but all he's got to do is win the day. And he had a good Roval race last week, uh, last year, when it was just a monsoon. But he's 12th. And I was thinking of this, I guess they're going to eliminate four cars today. Is that the way it works, Alan, as far as you know? Yes. Well, he, you know, he could still, he will be racing the rest of the year with those other three cars. Yes. So he can finish ninth in the standings, which yep. is not nothing up. to be ashamed of at all. All right. And money? So he's going to have a bunch of races. 
to move on up within his bracket there. The point standings, Austin Sendrick is first. Uh, he's got a 20-point lead over Justin Allgaier. Third is Daniel Hemrick. Fourth is A.J. Allmendinger. Fifth, Justin Haley. Sixth, Brandon Jones. Seventh, Noah Craxon. And boy, did he have a crash. He got hit by just about everybody out there. That was a nasty wreck. He bounced off the wall, and then he slid back in the middle of the track, and two or three more of them hit him. So uh, he had to be a little sore Sunday morning. Harrison Burton is eighth. Jeb Burton, ninth. Miat Snyder is tenth. Riley Herbst, 11th, and Jeremy Clements is 12th, 117 points out of the lead, but more importantly, he's 16 points behind Riley Herbst, and more important than that, he's uh, about 45 points out of what he would need to make the chase, so, or, or to, to move to the next uh, round, so it's looking bad, he needs to win. But we're just hanging in there with you, buddy. You, you keep going. Excuse me. Uh, they have decided to line up for the race today. And it will be Austin Sendrick on the pole. Justin Allgaier second. Hemrick Barry. Haley Jones. Burton Burton. Herbst Cragson. And then starting 11th will be Jeremy Clements and 12th Ty Gibbs. So uh, he's ahead of Snyder and Almondinger and some of the others there. Brandon Brown. So, you know. They're going to go ahead and run it. Hopefully, they won't have any weather uh, problems, and he will be able to. Well, anything can happen. If he wins, he's in. The trucks are off this week. They won't race again until October the 30th for the United Rentals uh, 200, and that will be on FS1. And the genius that I am, I didn't put down where the race is. I think it's at Kansas. I'm not positive about that. Uh but they did last week run at Talladega, and as Alan pointed out earlier, there was a first-time winner, Tate Fogelman. Tyler Hill was second, Todd Gilliland third, John Henry Nemechek was fourth, and Ryan Truex was fifth. The points in the trucks are uh, John Hunter Nemechek is leading the points by one point over Ben Rhodes. Matt Crafton is third. Sheldon Creed is fourth. Stuart Friesen is fifth. Chandler Smith, sixth. Carson Hosevar, 7th, Zane Smith, 8th, Todd Gilliland, ninth, Austin Hill, 10th, and I think, uh, I know Austin's out of it and Todd's out of it, so I think those first eight are the only ones in there, and I, they've only got two races left, if I'm not mistaken, so they're coming down to it pretty quick. Uh, a couple of more here I think I've got time for. Um, ARCA, they, ARCA ran last week at Salem, historic Salem Speedway in Salem, Indiana, had a new winner, Jesse Love. Driving for Bill Venturini. Ty Gibbs was second. Raja Karuth was third. Will Kimmel fourth. And Gracie Trotter was fifth. In a car owned by Kathy Venturini. And I would imagine Gracie's a female. I don't really know. Corey Heim. Uh, Mason Mingus was sixth. Corey Heim seventh. J.P. Bergeron was eighth. And he's a Canadian. Ninth, Cody Swanson. And tenth is somebody we've had on the show this year. And he seems to be... Uh, Limbering himself up for the for the end of the season, and that's Kenny Schrader. So, Kenny, I think that's two ARCA races in a row he's been in. The ARCA points, Ty Gibbs is first, and he's got a 34-point lead over Corey Heim. Nick Sanchez is third, Thad Moffitt fourth, and Brad Smith is fifth. They will run next on October the 23rd. I believe that's next weekend, and the Reese's 150 at Kansas. 
So that tells me the trucks are probably at Kansas as well. Um, Indy's done. We don't have to talk about them. Alex Blue won the championship for Chip Ganassi. So they're finished for the year. And uh, we had a little bit of news here. Where's my Formula One? I must have just thrown it away with the trucks or something. What did you tell me this morning about the uh, Formula One? Here it is. I got it. Hold it. Let me do this. Formula One ran last week at... uh, Nope, they didn't run last week at all, did they? Let me see. Hold on. Yes, yes, yes. I just put them in the wrong order. No, I didn't. (laughs) All right. Sorry. Nope, they uh, did not run last week. The last time they ran was when uh, Landon Norris had that race won and he he, uh, spun out in the water. So this week, Sunday, they run the Turkish Grand Prix in Constantinople. What's it known as now? Istanbul. Correct. Yeah. You said Istanbul earlier. I thought you'd get that one. Constantinople was back, I don't know, biblical days or something. But um, that's the Rolex Turkish Grand Prix, and that will be tomorrow. Lewis Hamilton leads the points by two points over Max Verstappen. Valtteri Bottas is third, and he's 96 points back, so it's a two-horse race there. Lando Norris is fourth, and Sergio Perez is fifth. But um, what were you telling me this morning about, uh, or one of you were telling me about qualifying qualifying for the Turkish Grand Prix? Lewis Hamilton, he was saved on the pole, but... uh, Come to find out, he had the wrong engine in it. Yeah, and uh, he got penalized something we don't hear about in NASCAR. Is, uh, ten spots. Ten spots in yeah. the opening grid. Well, now, <laughs> you said he had the wrong engine. Did he have the wrong engine, or his engine just went sour or something? Or uh, do we know? I think he's supposed to show up with the same engine or something like it. Kind of like uh, NASCAR. NASCAR was supposed to do there. You know, sometimes, you know, you heard him on pit road, uh, don't burn this motor up or whatever. Yeah. You got to run it again or yeah. something like that. I don't know if it was something with Lewis Hamilton or if they might have found a little something wrong. I mean, well, I just wonder how how you, how you get out there on the track with it. Start with yeah. Well, ten points is uh, that's why I thought maybe it went no, sour ten, or something. Not ten points, ten positions. No, no, yeah, ten ten positions. I mean, you know, that's not good, but. He's probably the greatest. Say it this way. I'd rather start first than uh, <laughs> or last. <laughs> that uh, first lap starting 10th, that first lap running off the internet, that first turn, it kind of gets a little tricky with these Formula One cars. It does. So uh, we'll see how he handles it. But he's he's won 100 of these things, since, uh, which is far more than anybody else has ever won. And so we'll see, uh, we'll see how he handles it. That's the Turkish Grand Prix. I'll have all the times for you. Only thing we didn't touch on, and I'm not going to attempt to do it, well, no, nope, I'll wait. We're going to have time after the, we get done with the Wendell Scott uh, family. Is the Weather Caps, Weather, WeatherTech Sports Car Championship, and we'll talk about them coming up at Road Atlanta on um, Saturday, November the 13th, and that is a huge race. But right now, we're going to go to the top of the hour with uh, the Scott family. When we come back, you're listening to Fox Sports 1400. We're now on FM. Hear all of our programming at 98.3. Fox Sports 1400. WSPG Spartanburg. 
A few years back when we were ready to reopen the station, the water pipes burst, putting thousands of dollars of equipment in danger. That was one stressful evening, but one phone call to Thomas McGuire and PuroClean, the paramedics of property damage, and our stress disappeared. PuroClean rolled in, took charge, and rescued the station from severe water damage. Since then, I've used PuroClean at my house. You should do the same. Whether you're faced with fire and smoke damage, a flooding basement, or need carpet or upholstery cleaning, do what I do. And that's called 285-3530 for PuroClean. Hey everyone, this has been Ingram. Wake up weekday mornings with Tyler Sugart on Bump and Run from 7 to 9 a.m. Right here on Spartanburg's home for the Atlanta Braves, Fox Sports 1400, 98.3 FM. Providing for and protecting your loved ones is never more critical than when you aren't there to do so. Many people are under the impression that establishing a will is the first and last step to estate planning. That is why developing a formal estate plan can be one of the most important things you will ever do for them. A comprehensive estate plan can help you preserve and protect your wealth, control who receives your assets, and ensure that your wishes are carried out. Working with our estate planning experts, Trent Lancaster in the Spartanburg office of Jannie Montgomery Scott can help you prepare an estate plan. Contact Trent today to discuss your estate planning needs by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Jamie Montgomery Scott, LLC. Member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. This is Jeremy Clement, and you're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM. There's a new sandwich shop in downtown Spartanburg. It's the Sandwich Shop. Sam and Mitch are two local guys making roast beef, corned beef, and meatballs in-house. They pile it up high to build French dips, Rubens, and meatball subs. I know Sam and Mitch, and I can tell you, you're looking for a couple of ringers for your best ball foursome. I never slide. Look elsewhere. But if you're looking for great sandwiches, take advantage of the free parking at City Hall and visit the Sandwich Shop, 201 Wall Street, downtown Spartanburg. Fox Sports 1498.3 FM is your home for Spartanburg Vikings football. Listen to Vikings football each Friday presented by Chris Foster Heating and Air, your local ring specialist right here on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM and on the Fox Sports 1400 app. McDonald's is hiring right now. Get more than just a job. Start building your future today. Working at McDonald's, you'll get paid time off, health care benefits, free employee meals, competitive wages, and a flexible schedule. Apply today at mcdonalds.com slash made. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. McDonald's and McDonald's independently owned and operated franchisees are equal opportunity employers committed to a diverse and inclusive workforce. Most McDonald's restaurants are operated by franchisees who are independent employers and set their own employment policies and practices for their employees. The benefits described here are available at McDonald's-owned restaurants and participating franchisees. Spartan Waste is putting trash in its place in Spartanburg County. Spartan Waste is your locally owned trash collection company, keeping your community clean. Do your part by visiting spartan-waste.com to make sure your trash is picked up on time, every time. And when we say Spartan Waste is locally owned, we mean the owners, Mark Nelson and Mark Mullen, are on the job every day, keeping the Spartanburg community, where they work and live, clean for their families and yours. Keep it clean with Spartan Waste. 
business owners. Have product or material you need moved, shipped, stored? Upstate Logistics in Spartanburg has the expertise in transportation and warehousing you're looking for in Spartanburg County and beyond. For over a decade, Upstate Logistics has provided businesses with storage and logistics services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. Upstate Logistics, proud to be a part of our community, serving Spartanburg County and beyond since 2005. Upstate Logistics, keeping your business and inventory moving forward. To find out more, visit UpstateLogistics.com. That's UpstateLogistics.com. Winning takes a strong team effort, and you'll win when you trust the Capasi Glassmart team for your commercial and residential glass needs. Storefronts, auto glass, safety glass for heavy equipment, window and insulated glass, patio doors and plexiglass, mirrors, expert repair service. Plus, Capasi Glassmart provides 24-hour emergency board-up service. Call the Capasi Glassmart team today at 583-6200. That's 583-6200. Capasi Glassmart, serving the upstate since 1975. Capasi Glassmart, helping your team win. Do you want a diesel truck that just doesn't have the power you want when pulling your camper, boat, or livestock trailer? Whether you use your diesel truck for work or play, optimal performance is important. PF Auto and Diesel has over 30 years' experience and employs ASE certified mechanics and can get your diesel engine running right. So whether it's the power stroke in your Ford that's giving you issues or your dump truck or tractor trailer just isn't running right, call PF Auto and Diesel today to schedule your appointment. 426-5083. PF Auto and Diesel 1116 Jonesville Lockhart Highway in Union. Worth the drive to get your diesel engine running right. Military and first responders get 10% off with proper ID. Live from the Fox Sports 1498-3 FM studios in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Gentlemen, start your engines. Impex Pre-Owned presents Start Your Engines. Find your next car, truck, or SUV at Impex Pre-Owned on Asheville Highway in Boiling Springs and ImpexPreOwned.com. Here's your racing team for today. Show producer, Ronnie Black. Author and veteran motor sports journalist, Deb Williams. Local action from winning car builder and owner, Alan Hill. Former NASCAR team manager and author, Greg Moore. And now, here's your host for Start Your Engines. Racing historian and author, Perry Allen Wood. And good morning and welcome to the second hour of Start Your Engines on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM and around the world on the internet and our um, tune-in app. And it's my pleasure to welcome to the show Tony Arnold McFarlane. Are you out there, Tony? Yes, I am. How's it going this morning? Uh, it's, do, it's going great, and we're so proud to have you on the show. And I tell you what, when Bubba Wallace was declared the winner t- uh, Monday afternoon, the first thing I thought of was, we got to get Tony on the show and and uh, and see if she can uh, get some members of the Scott family and, and so we can celebrate what I think is a great occasion of the second African-American driver winning a, a top-tier NASCAR race. Yep. And, Tony, we really appreciate you coming on. Why don't you share with us who you've got? Most definitely. most definitely. So I will um, start off with Debbie Scott Davis, daughter of uh, Wendell Scott. I um, also have her son, TJ, from the Wendell Scott Foundation. And my sidekick, my brother Trey, uh, Raymond Thomas on the third as well. So I'll go ahead and let you tell us what you want us to talk about or what you want us to do next. Well, Tony, I appreciate everything you do for us on the show. And of course, I prefaced this a little earlier. I, I, I doubt if you heard it because it was about an hour ago that um, 
your connection with your father, Ray Arnold, being uh, uh, on uh, Wendell Scott's pit crew all those years. And I'm, I just happened to be rereading the Wendell Scott biography that Brian Donovan wrote, Hard Driving. And it's got all these quotes and references about Ray Arnold. And now I feel like I know him because the last time I read it, I didn't know who Ray Arnold was, but it was your dad. Yep, yeah. exactly. Yep. Well, uh, Debbie, Debbie Scott, are you there? That's me. Yes, I am. Well, hey, Debbie. You know, I, I don't, I don't want to say you're the, the. I, I don't know how to put it. I don't want to say it wrong. The lost Scott, but you know, I, I'm not familiar with you, and I have never heard you interviewed before. So I feel honored that you uh, came on our show. <laughs> Thank you. I'm honored to be here myself. Uh, I'll say uh, hidden figure, as Tony calls me, but uh, I have quite a bit of significance to the Scott Racing team as from a little girl on up to right today. Well, that's fantastic, and that's what we want to hear about because, uh, Wendell, um, I was a great crowd favorite as as I remember him. I was at his first uh, Grand National race in Spartanburg, which is actually how I met Tony uh, when she was doing a commemorative thing for her father out there. But uh, just give us some random memories or tell us about, and I know you have a great automotive background. Tell us a little bit about being yeah. Wendell Scott's daughter and uh, and how it was back then. Yeah, it was it's such a pleasure thinking back over the days of hanging out at the shop with my dad out of... Uh, three other sisters I was sort of like the tom girl and I always wanted to be around my father because I thought it was so amazing at the things he did the way he did them building cars and his hard work and I wanted to be a help as well as be nosy enough to learn something so I would chime in any way I could he would try to send me in in the house with my mother and my sisters and I all I had to say was daddy can I please stay just a little bit longer Please, he said, I don't want you getting dirty and greasy. <laughs> he didn't know I wanted to get dirty and greasy. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't mind. So um, just observing what he did made me want to strive to, to later years use it. Uh, started out at um, Sears Automotive Center as a service advisor. I worked there for 20 years, and then I had a small stint at uh, – a Park and Gamble company where they used me mechanically to tear down a bundler machine and build it back up, make it run. And then I finally got my phone call from Ford Motor Company, and uh, that was in Atlanta. However, I'm in Louisville today because that plant shut down, and I got a chance to transfer here. Uh, retired now, proudly to say, after 23 years. But there I worked in the, in the shop as a repair woman. On the, uh, we call it the reprocess line. Right before the units go out the door, I had to kind of fine tune everything, any kind of issue. So my job then was kind of like a pit stop. So <laughs> I was telling Trey and my, my son and Tony, I was in heaven. I wasn't really ready to retire because I was doing what I had been doing since I was about nine or ten years old. But Daddy was such an amazing man. Um, like I say, the way he did things, he always made it work. To see him stand up and build an engine on a horse, put it in the car before night was over, and crank it up was amazing, something I thought you could only do at a factory. 
But here's this old man busting his knuckles, building the engine, put it in the car, and then when it cranked up, it it was just so fulfilling and amazing. And so, he, to me, he he was my hero, and uh, and I just cherish all my memories and things that I learned from him. I could go on and on. Nobody else gets to talk. Well, uh, maybe that's that's okay. <laughs> but we will. Um, no, I, I I think that's fantastic. And of course, he eventually drove his way into the NASCAR Hall of Fame, which is uh, you know couldn't be more deserving. And uh, I watched Wendell race Thank a lot you. of times. And I mean, I'm I'm almost seventy years old, and I saw Wendell turn an awful lot of laps. And uh, just always uh, always paid special attention to him. And uh, Tell us a little bit about now going going to the tracks with Wendell. Uh, did you? Um, I, I know you were in the pits. There's a picture in Byron, in Brian Donovan's book that I saw it the other night. Of it looked like most right. of the family. Your mother's there, and I knew your mother Mary. And I guess oh, uh, yeah. Wendell's mother was there. And there's a, a little. Yes. There's a couple of little girls in the picture. Are you one of those? Do you know the picture I'm talking about? Okay. That that is a, a historic picture, and uh, I know exactly the one you're talking about, including our oldest sister Anne, who is deceased now, standing on top of the car. If you look closely, her fingers are crossed. Yes, well, it Everybody, says that in the caption of the picture. Yeah, she she kept her fingers crossed. Now, I so happen not to be in the picture. That was Daddy's old fifty-five four-panel truck. Where am I? <laughs> I am in the back of the truck, tinkering with something. <laughs> <laughs> Not knowing they put the taking a picture, uh, that girl with the bottle in her mouth. Silver wasn't born yet. Mommy was expecting her, and um, I didn't get in that picture. I'm not upset about it. I I, I cherish that too. I love it. Well, now you, know, you um, not in that picture. You, you were in uh, uh, Wendell. Pretty much took the whole family, I guess, to the races when he could because you've got. Mama, grandma, and all the all the kids, and 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 your mom was pregnant. I mean, that just about takes yeah. in everybody in the infield. Most of the time, we all got to go, especially on infield races. Mom and and our grandma Bug would pick delicious picnic lunches and and all that. Now, on other trips, I was the only girl that traveled in my in my age time before I went off to college with daddy because i was his official scorekeeper every driver had a scorekeeper and on major speedways they had a backup but i was daddy's main scorekeeper so i got a chance to to meet the linda pettis and five ball robert's daughter pam who's now deceased and and just really be a part of it my other role was on the way to the track i was always the one that kept daddy awake uh he even let me Sit up in the truck and steer the truck while he took a nap. He Holy was cow! On a long, long straightaway because he knew the roads. I remember Greenville, Pickens, Speedway, Farnborough, everywhere we ever went, even to Riverside, California. We drove, and he was—he knew how long the stretch was straight and narrow. And all he'd tell me is just hold it in the road. Well, I was the proudest thing. I'm in his lap. He's asleep, and I'm just holding it and. Holding it in the road, just like he told me to do. He's got so his foot on the I, gas. I feel like I... Uh, he, yeah, he was on the gas. Sleep now, <laughs> mind you. But uh, he, he was just such a genius at, on the highway and on the racetrack. Holy cow, that's yep. unbelievable. Now, now Perry, now do you see why I call her the hidden figures? 
Uh, of this NASCAR, is, of, yeah. this of is unbelievable women stuff. Women in trade, just, yeah, yeah. She's she definitely being very modest. Yeah, she's being pretty modest. Now, <laughs> now, who's speaking now? And go right ahead. Oh, it's, it's that was Trey. you, Trey. Oh, Trey, go ahead. Tell uh, us yeah, what you yeah. – so, give us some insight. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, she's being pretty modest about her, her input, I believe. Because, uh, I mean, growing up, I mean, I knew that they were like my, our other family, right? So uh, I knew – I remember her working at Sears in Atlanta. And then, I mean, TJ, who's on the phone, we had we used to have go-kart race and birthday parties. So everything, everything that's happened <laughs> – we it, we all grew up. This generation grew up doing that same stuff. So, I mean, she's being right. modest, but I knew she did a lot, <laughs> and she was more involved in the cause. I mean, that's why I call her. She's the original Steve Canick. <laughs> <laughs> she was a female mechanic, the original. Now, tell us a little yeah, bit so about the relationship between your father Ray and Wendell. Well, again, that so yep. that race that race that you said that you went to. That's when my father met him and um he was having some carburetor issues and this is the story i grew up knowing this story that my father had a, a brand new 62 or 63 impala super sport with a 327 and he ordered it with all the hot stuff on it because he wanted to be a racer himself and of course they heard about this new this black driver coming into town <laughs> and so of course it's going to bring out all the pretty much the good people of, of people of color would come and watch so uh, my right. dad noticed that he was having some carburetor trouble, and uh, he went went over to him, and he you know he gave his little his, his little input of, like what he thought it might be. He's like, man, I might have a carburetor on my car here you can use. So he went out to the parking lot and pulled his carburetor off and loaned yep. it to <laughs> Mr. Scott, <laughs> and then the rest of history. He stayed <laughs> stayed with him forever <laughs> until he passed. So. We, we grew up, like I said, he was like my doctor's grandfather. And I thought we were all related because we were with him so much. So. Well, you know what? I, I mean, I, uh, I I was at the race, but I, I was nine years old, so I wasn't really. But I used to read everything that was in the paper, and I would get excited like weeks before the race actually was run at the fairgrounds. That's what we call it. And uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, the book I'm reading, and this is like the fifth time I've read it, they make a big deal about how they tr- they kept it secret. And maybe they did, maybe they didn't. I don't know. And they said that they, they sort of muffled saying Wendell's name over the PA system. I don't know. But I remember he bought Buck Baker's Chevrolet, and it was number 87. And I used to go around to all the garages, and, and we had a lot of them in Spartanburg back in those days. My, my daddy was a city cop, and he knew Buck Baker, and we'd go over there, and I'd sit in that car. So I knew it very well. And, I mean, I didn't know the difference. I was nine years old, and I was so excited, but I, I thought it was Buck Baker in the car. And and I, I didn't – I don't remember any any announcements or lack of announcements or anything like that. So I, I kind of would think that I, – I just – I can imagine – I'm not saying the book was wrong, but I, I, I would think that that would have been something that would have been publicized as well, you know, that we had a black driver that was going to compete, but, you know – I'm too little to remember, and I don't see it in any of the old clippings or, or anything. But, but I was there, and I and I was, um, and I'm glad I was, because as far as I'm concerned, that was like uh, uh, a, a, a seminal moment moment in, in the history of stock car racing. Now uh, we can tell to to have a, a broadcast that starts with start your engines. Uh, you you've been just as much a part of it as as we have. It's, it's an exciting sport, 
And I, I must say, a lot of people don't know or understand the struggle Daddy went through or what all the drivers go through. Our, our classmates used to tell, ask us every Monday, did he win? You know, they didn't understand that Daddy couldn't afford to try to win every time. He had to try to make his car last so he could get to the next track. So finishing put him in great position when it came to Daytona every February, the start of the season for the next year. They got uh, a bonus perk for their points, you know. So winning wasn't always the object. Right. Um, thank goodness he did did win his first Grand National, but then that didn't go like he had hoped it would. Uh, to win a race and not get a trophy is a is just a sad sad moment for him. But it didn't deter him. Think of that. He was in the in the early sixties, and he was determined enough to keep going. Well, I, I want to talk about that trophy, but can you guys hold and let me take a quick break, and we'll come right back to you. Glad to do it. Okay. Well, let's take a break, and we'll come right back and talk to the Tony Arnold and the Scott family and uh, Tony's brother. You're listening to Start Your Engine on Fox Sports 1400 and 98.3 FM. Start Your Engines will be back after this quick pit stop on Fox Sports 1400 and 98.3 FM. Impex Pre-Owned is raising the bar in the car industry. Impex is a different kind of dealership, family-owned and operated. Jamie Nodine and his wife, Rita, are Boiling Springs natives and proud to be serving the Boiling Springs, Inman, and Spartanburg communities. Jamie handpicks every vehicle and posts the best prices up front at ImpexPreOwned.com. Find the car, truck, or SUV of your dreams at a price you can afford at Impex Pre-Owned. Asheville Highway, Boiling Springs. Don't just dream it, drive it at Impex Pre-Owned. The Fox Sports 1400 app is the best way to keep up with Spartanburg Sports Sea. Download it now by searching Fox Sports 1400 either at the Apple Store or via Google Play. You already know Palmetto Spirits is the place to go for wine, fine bourbons, and home bar essentials. But Palmetto Spirits is also the perfect place to pick up your favorite local craft brews like R.J. Rockers, crowd-pleasing Budweiser brands, and world-famous imports like Stella Artois, Modelo, and Corona. Whether you're in search of the ideal wine pairing or the ideal gift, Jim and the staff at Palmetto Spirits will get it in your hands. Palmetto Spirits, located at the Corner of Reedville and Anderson Mill Roads. Make Phillips and Long Fuel Chesney your source for propane in Spartanburg County. They offer propane for hot water heaters, cooking, and heat. They can fill your grill tank and get you ready for grilling season. Not only do they sell propane, but they sell a large variety of propane accessories such as grill tanks and other appliances that run on propane. If your propane tank is running low, call and they'll have it filled within one business day. Call them at 864 461 8511. That's Phillips and Long Fuel. Located at 421 South Alabama Avenue in Chesney. Hey, this is former Gamecock quarterback Steve Tannehill. Join me and Tyler Sugar Thursdays this fall for the Tyler and Tannehill Show from 6 to 8 p.m. We will talk Gamecocks, some Tigers, and any other college football team playing this fall. We'll also talk about the NFL. Whether you're still a fan like me or a Washington football team fan like Tyler, we'll cover everything going on at the pro level as well. So join us Thursdays from 6 to 8 for the Tyler and Tannehill Show, presented by P. Huff Auto and Diesel, 1116 Jonesville, Lockhart Highway and Union, right here on Fox Sports. 
1498.3 FM. Image Printing is the only shop in the upstate that prints signage, decals, banners, t-shirts, wide format printing, full color paper printing, and offers graphic design services all in-house. And now Image Printing is offering custom t-shirts with no minimum quantity. That's right. Image Printing now offers direct-to-garment printing, which means you can get your design printed on a t-shirt, whether you want one or 1,000. Visit Image Printing at 845 California Ave, across the street from the Spartanburg County Detention Center. Call 864-583-8848. Do you want a rundown house or a property with problem tenants? Did a relative leave you a house behind on maintenance and all the problems that go with it? If any of these things are true, Upstate Property Solutions can help. Upstate Property Solutions buys homes in any condition or circumstance. Foreclosures, condemned homes, mobile homes with or without land, it doesn't matter. We have a solution for you. The best part is we will pay you cash. So give us a call today at 256-0727 or visit UpstatePropertySolutions.com. Consultations are free. And welcome back to Start Your Engines. I tell you, I knew this would happen, Tony. I told you we wouldn't have enough time no matter what we did. That's why we're going to have to do it again in uh, next February. Sounds good. Uh, Deborah, I, I want to get uh, Debbie. I'm sorry, I, I don't mean to yeah, offend okay. you, but not okay. Uh, we don't have a whole lot of time, and I want to try to talk to everybody if I can. But you got to tell the story yeah. about how uh, you finally got a trophy for Jacksonville. Oh, awesome! Uh, they, NASCAR invited us down to Daytona, which was the weekend would have been my father's hundredth birthday. Mm. To make a presentation, they actually came to Danville first, and they invited us all there the first week in August to present it to the family first. Then they told us, you know, they were flying us all down. They, the accommodations were awesome. And um, to present it, basically, I say, to the world, where it would be televised. We would go on stage before driver introduction, and they presented the trophy. Well, the next wonderful part about it was they gave each one of us siblings our own trophy with our own name on it oh, as well. Great. The the excitement and the joy of that we had our grandkids and daddy's great grandkids were there and I tell you those kids watched that race with earbuds in their ears like they knew what they were actually watching. <laughs> they put us in a suite and then we could go out on the balcony and actually watch the racetrack. But to finally receive that trophy was such an honor uh, and something that will be cherished and, and uh, hopefully one day be put in the museum that uh, work and the foundation are coming up with in, in Virginia uh, to finally display something that he should have gotten long ago. He sure should have, and it was a long time coming, and that's just yeah. terrible the way it was right handled on. at the time. But Wendell got in their faces and said, you know, I won the race. In fact, he ran two laps over the required distance, and it's just, it finally, you know, took 50-something years or 60-something, but it finally finally worked out, and and good for you and good for the Scott family. Well, thank you so much, yes. Um, Now, we have someone on here, Tony, from the the, uh, foundation. Yes. T.J. Davis. T.J., go ahead. Good morning. I'm T.J., yes, and I'm part of the Wendell Scott Foundation. All right, tell us a little bit about the foundation and what the general public can do to be a part of it. Uh, yeah, you can uh, visit us at org. 
we look to help at-risk youth by STEM education and mentoring program to help them in the future and try to help some kids go into college. Yep. Five scholarships, the last uh, gala, were presented to yeah. upcoming college students. That, that was a, a real honor. Well, that's a fantastic yeah, thing that you're doing. Now, is that something the public can contribute to or play a part in in some way? Yes, sir, absolutely. Uh, we have a legacy gala coming up on February the 12th, 2022. It'll be at the NASCAR Hall of Fame. It'll celebrate Popeye's legacy and the work he does for the foundation. And, uh, yes, you can always visit us at windowscottfoundation.org, make donations. Or help however you can. Yeah. Well, that's just that's wonderful, Tony. Uh, do we have anybody we haven't had a chance to talk to yet? Uh, no. Uh, praise time being Trey. Anything else you want to add? Um. Well, I just want to add. Uh, I guess in addition to the the Wendell Sky Foundation dot org, uh, the Arnold Legacy Center. Uh, is it dot com or org, Tony? But uh, that's dot com and also on com. Both of those go straight. That you can go there and go to the Spartanburg County Foundation. We have a scholarship set up in honoring my dad as well. And I gotta say, yeah, and, uh, um, uh, uh, Tony texted me a picture of your father's marker, grave marker. I've that's I've never seen yep. anything like that in my life. I mean, that's just amazing. A Excuse me. Green flags by his birth date and checkered flag by his uh, um, the day he passed away. The date and uh, the the quote from uh, I, I'm I'm a little slack on my Bible, but uh, my race is run or something. A quote from the Bible and then another long. I mean, it's a it's fantastic and it's in Welford, right? Welford, South Carolina. Yes, That's correct. Trey, Trey can talk road, about yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So yeah, we um, so what the the way that idea came about was that in my father's obituary, um, we kind of designed that, and in the obituary we had the green flag for birth date and checkered flag for for the death date, and uh, so I didn't want him to have a a, a normal old tombstone, so <laughs> like, I mean, like you just know, I wanted to have something to stand out. So I I, I originally started welding up the figurines to place onto the tombstone, but the tombstone. It, was, it had like a eight month delay, so we really didn't. He passed in July. We really didn't receive it until March of 20, July twenty to March twenty one. Just when we actually yeah. received the thing, so I kind of had to leave. The, I went and just kind of checked on it to make sure that the thing was being uh, manufactured correctly, and it was it was done by sandblasting, so it takes a little bit of time. But uh, I had uh, Perry Ham uh, Perry Hamilton, which was also a part of the. Wendell Scott team for about a year until he went away to yeah. Vietnam. We were, we were in touch with him. Right, exactly. Right. <laughs> so he's like, he, he also needs to be on this show at some point because he's like a historian, a, a race yeah. historian, and he has a huge collection of photos and stuff that, that I had never seen. And I was actually in some of the photos that he had, but he also has a machine shop, so he's Hamilton Motorsports. So I just kind of commissioned him. I, I drew him up on a notepad, on a note card. I drew a, a design. I emailed it to him for your flag. And I was like, Mr. Hampton, can you make these flags and put it on the page? But he said, 
Oh, sure. <laughs> so he made them. <laughs> right. And then uh, it, 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 he made them, like, handmade them. He took them, or he did some machining on them, and then he sent them to me. And then I took them and had them powder-coated. And, um, and then once the powder-coating was done, I mean, I had to kind of coordinate with the guy building the tombstone and just make sure I had the, the pocket right that I needed to set them in. And I gave some dimensions. And, and, it, and it, it came out right. I mean, it, it did. It, it's beautiful. It like, we're up against it. We've run over a little bit, but that's fine. I've got no problem with it. Okay. I'll worry about that. Tony, thanks for everything, getting getting this group together. And we're going to do it, good Lord willing, next, uh, next February or early March to commemorate when Wendell's first race was here in Spartanburg. And, Debbie, thank you so much for coming on. And uh, you're not the uh, yeah. the hidden or forgotten or lost Scott family member anymore as far as i'm concerned you're at the top of the pack that's right thank you so much thank you perry thank you for having us i just wanted to just mention real quick that that's uh wendellscott.org rayarnoldlegacy.com and the tombstone is at upper shady grove in welford south carolina that's great i'm gonna head out there and see it just really honestly i'm off monday that might be the day i do it but thank you guys so much for coming on start your engines and we're going to do it again in about uh I don't know, five, four or five months. We can thank do it anytime. Just let us know. Okay, thank Take you care. very much. And that's the Scott family, and I tell you, that was a great interview. Um, I'm going to go ahead and stick our next break in now. They're just really wonderful people. They are wonderful people. We're going to stick our next break in now, and I'm going to get Deb on the phone, and we'll, we'll give her her normal uh, 20 minutes or so. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM. Fall savings time and your countdown to kickoff starts now at Greer Nissan. Tackle the Nissan Rogue, $2.99 a month. New Nissan Versa, $2.69 a month. Lease them up in a Nissan Kicks, $2.39 a month. Roomy Nissan Sentra, $1.99 a month. And Nissan Murano, $1.99 a month. Plus 0% financing is available. Get more for your trade. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service. Kick off your savings at Greer Nissan. Call 864-479-1197 for details. Business owners, have product or material you need moved, shipped, stored? Upstate Logistics in Spartanburg has the expertise in transportation and warehousing you're looking for in Spartanburg County and beyond. For over a decade, Upstate Logistics has provided businesses with storage and logistics services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. Upstate Logistics, proud to be a part of our community, serving Spartanburg County and beyond since 2005. Upstate Logistics, keeping your business and inventory moving forward. To find out more, visit UpstateLogistics.com. That's UpstateLogistics.com. Hey, this is former Gamecock quarterback Steve Tannehill. Join me and Tyler Sugar Thursdays this fall for the Tyler and Tannehill Show from 6 to 8 p.m. We will talk Gamecocks, some Tigers, and any other college football team playing this fall. We'll also talk about the NFL. Whether you're still a fan like me or a Washington football team fan like Tyler, we'll cover everything going on at the pro level as well. So join us Thursdays from 6 to 8 for the Tyler and Tannehill Show presented by PF Auto and Diesel, 1116 Jonesville, Lockhart Highway and Union, right here on Fox Sports. 1498.3 FM. Speedy Lube in Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube Asheville Highway in Inman lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASC certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust Speedy Lube in Inman. Open weekdays from 8 till 6. For fast, fair, and friendly service, visit Speedy Lube. Asheville Highway in Inman. River Falls Plantation, a Gary Player signature course, is open to the public. Membership opportunities are available, though, including family, corporate, and individual memberships. They offer a discounted membership for seniors over 60.
60 and juniors under 30. But you heard me right. You don't have to be a member to play at the beautiful course at River Falls. Don't have time for a full 18? Why not nine for just $25 every Monday through Friday? Schedule your tee time today by calling 433-9192 or go online to riverfallsgolf.com. We are Fox The home of the Spartanburg Vikings is Fox Sports 1400. WSPG Spartanburg. This is our Now on FM at 98.3. Said no one ever. I love waking up to cold cereal. Nothing satisfies like dry granola. No. Here we say good morning with sizzling sausage, biscuits baked to perfection, the enticing aroma wafting from your freshly prepared breakfast. So make your morning easy and mix and match a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, or hash browns. Any two for just $2. It's McDonald's Easy on the Go Breakfast. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Combo meal, single item at regular price. Value when product served. And welcome back to the last segment of Start Your Engines. And uh, my pleasure to bring on Deb Williams. Good morning, Deb. Good morning. How are you doing? We're doing great. We just did 31 minutes with uh, Wendell Scott's uh, uh, daughter and uh, some other people that uh, are connected with Wendell. And uh, it was wonderful. So it's uh, we got it all scrambled up. We got some new equipment in. So your opening doesn't work anymore for some reason. I started to make race car noises, but I decided not to. So, anyway, <laughs> it's been a busy week for NASCAR, and uh, the least of which was uh, not Bubba Wallace winning at Talladega. Tell tell me how That's that was correct. received with, uh, and I know how I received it, and most people. Yeah, I'm I'm having trouble hearing you because I'm outside, and and the the uh, transporters are running, but uh, you know that. That race was special for a lot of ways. That was, of course, the first time that we've had a, a um, African-American driver win since Wendell Scott, December 1st, 1963 at Jacksonville, Florida. And that event, what a lot of people may not realize, was actually the third race of the 1964 season. That's when they used to start the, the season the, in the previous year. And... You know, it was also the uh, first cup victory for crew chief Booty Barker. And, you know, he has a special place in a lot of people's, well, everybody's hearts in the garage area. He's always been a special person and done really well at his job. And, of course, he'd been an engineer on the team all year before being promoted to crew chief. And one person even pointed out that was McDonald's first time in victory lane since Jimmy Spencer did it in 1994 at Talladega. And the thing about that is Mike Hill, who is on the Wheelan Engineering IMSA team, whose brother Alan is here on our show, I'm sitting right across from him, was the crew chief on that car for Junior Johnson. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, I that goes back quite a few years. And, uh, so uh, I, I, I'm real proud our show makes all these connections sort of come together at one time. Is uh, Now, you said you were, or did I understand you were at some, uh, at a, at a press conference for a new team or something? Is, is that something uh, you can talk about? Right. They're, uh, it's a team, and I can't pronounce this right, it's from Holland. It's, it's actually from the Netherlands, uh, Team Heisman. But uh, the son, and I'm not sure it's spelled L-O-R-I-S, but Loris Heisman, who was the 2019 NASCAR Euro champion, will be the driver. He's going to compete 
in the Cup road races next year and also run a limited Xfinity uh, schedule. And this is the first time that there's ever been a team competed NASCAR from the, the Netherlands. And his father and longtime, um, a longtime friend of his father's is a co-owner of it. And the team that's helping to work with them on getting it up and going is uh, actually a NASCAR truck team that's based in Mooresville, the Rome, R-E-A-U-M-E brothers. So that'll be interesting. It's a Ford Mustang, and I'll be moving pictures of it shortly on Twitter. I was actually in the, the process of that when you called. So I'll go back and finish that up and, and get that out on Twitter. And then Richard Childress has a partnership announcement at noon, and then tomorrow morning, Sunday morning at 10.30, there is an announcement by GMS Racing on who its cup driver will be for next year. Okay. So we got a lot going on. And uh, the other thing is, for all James Bond fans, particularly if you're a James Bond fan like me, <laughs> Daniel Craig will be the honorary starter tomorrow for the Roval Race. Oh, good. I, I, I was kind of personal to the Bond girls, but that's good. James Bond's... Uh... I think everybody likes James Bond. Who was your favorite James Bond? I guess it's going to be Pardon? Daniel Craig. Who was your favorite James Bond? Daniel Craig. Oh, that's, that's <laughs> what I just said. I thought that would be your answer. Before him, before him, it was Pierce Brosnan. Oh, really? But uh, Daniel Craig, as far as I'm concerned, has taken James Bond to an entirely new level. And I've seen all 24 of them, and I'm anxious to see this 25th one. Wow. Well, I could have never told you there was 24, but I know there was a lot of them. Um, yeah. Let's. Uh, nobody picked surprisingly Bubba Wallace last week. So, uh, but you know, at Talladega, you could pick anybody and get a, and it really wouldn't be a, a silly pick. So uh, he would have been a great pick, as a matter of fact. But um, yeah, you know what's really special about this past Talladega weekend is every single driver that won at Talladega over the weekend. It was their first victory. And that is the first time in NASCAR history that they've had all first-time winners in all of the any, top three national series at the same track on the same weekend. Well, that's, uh, I'm sorry. That's uh, interesting. Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Uh, we got some new equipment here, and I've got to tell you, this sort of – We've we've got some weird noises going on and a cracking and popping, but uh, I hear you fine, and that was that was my fault. Um, so anyway, we'll let you go first. Go ahead and make a pick. Blaney. Okay, Blaney. Ronnie. Stay with Truex. Stay with Truex. Allen. Uh, five car. Okay. Wow. Hope he's got his wheels pointed straight ahead this week. <laughs> and I didn't point out that I. Uh, last week, but you know we've given Greg um, D. Benedetto for the rest of the year, which you know he might win a race. I, I don't think I gave him a bum as the Wood Brothers looking for their hundredth win. Hey, I was just one spot away. Right, <laughs> right. So I'll take uh, I'll take uh, I'll take Chase, and uh, I guess Jada will take the eleven car. Okay, now we're waiting on Lanny. Lanny, if you'll text me in, and by the way, Lanny, I got to come see you before because I forgot to hit play or, or record. So uh, I will be there. I will be there in a little bit. So anyway, all right, Deb. Um, 
I hope the weather's a little better for the Xfinity race today than it was last year. Jeremy, Jeremy's had some bad luck. He did great to get there and, uh, you know, to make the playoffs. And now that he got there, he's had probably his two worst races in a row uh, of the year, the wreck at Las Vegas. And he just said this week on, uh, on this station that he just had a bum engine and it, it was, it was fouled up from the start. So, uh, but he ran real good here last year. Of course, he's got a win to get in. But um, a lot, there's going to be a lot of a lot of people cut. This is cutoff weekend. It is. It's a cutoff weekend for Cup and Xfinity, and we've got clouds and wind and cool right now. Um, if we have a shower, it'll be a brief one. But uh, the way right I don't think we're going to have one. Then, of course, tomorrow. Yeah, it sounds like, almost like I hear some wind buffeting around you right now. So, uh, yeah, you probably do. Yeah, and uh, I know we uh, lost a driver this week. Uh, John West, West Townley was that his name that was uh, involved John in a, West a very yes, unsavory uh, uh, Saturday night was when he was uh, shot to death in a domestic situation where he went in on his ex-wife and another man with a um, hatchet hat. and it was a uh, in the when the person the the man uh, shot john west hanley and in exchange of everything in the fracas uh, john west hanley's ex-wife was also hit but And that was in, in Georgia. Yeah. Um, now, he won a race, at least one truck race, didn't he? I think maybe at Las Vegas or somewhere. And uh, I, I know believe he did win one. His mm-hmm. father was like uh, one of the co-founders of Zaxby's. And that's what I remember about the truck was that it was Zaxby sponsored. Well, it was his father and his grandfather that founded Zaxby's. Okay. Did you know him? I had interviewed him one time back when he was, running late models and was making a, a transition from late models into trucks. But I only had that one interview with him yeah. one time for a story in a late model publication. Well, you know, I hate for any kind of I mean, anybody's life to get that, uh, to go that far either one way or the other. I know a lot of people, I read uh, tweets and things that, are, you know, about how sad it is. And it is sad, you know, but... Uh, it sounds like it was just a horrible situation, which uh, um, I really don't want to end the show on a bad note. So what can you tell us of an uplifting nature? I wanted to get that in just because I figured you'd probably met him and knew him a little bit. But yeah, uh, I'm sorry, a golf cart just went by. You wanted to get what in? Well, I just wanted to get that in about uh, the gentleman that passed away at, because I, I figured you knew him but uh, or had at least were familiar with him or had met him. So if we can go out on a on an upbeat note, what can you tell us uh, about uh, this week? And then I think next week they move on to Kansas, right? Um, actually, they go on to Texas next weekend. Texas, and right. then, but we have a next-gen uh, test here Monday and Tuesday at Charlotte at the Roval. Yeah, and I can't remember <laughs> what I read about it, but it seemed like uh, somebody was doing that test that maybe uh, – uh, was not a regular or something. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like maybe somebody was getting a big chance, or does that ring a bell? Well, I mean, the next gen test is open to everybody. 
Okay, but I, I read something where somebody was getting a shot in a car uh, that maybe uh, uh, wasn't one of the normal players. Uh, I don't know. I shouldn't bring up things unless I know what I'm talking about a little bit better. But uh, okay, are you uh, you're going to be there obviously? And uh, I going. Are you going to Texas? Uh, no, my next race is Martinsville. Okay. All right, Deb. Well, we'll let you go. Um, uh, Lanny just texted me and he wants keselowski so uh deb thank you and uh, i know it was a little difficult shuffling you around this morning and uh but uh, that's pretty exciting actually about the team from holland uh uh anxious to see uh how they do and uh, what did you say they were driving mustangs right uh-huh okay driving Mustangs. all right yeah and i'll be moving pictures of it on twitter just shortly okay great well thank you deb have a good time at the track and uh hope we be talking to you next week. Okay, thank you. Sounds good. Everyone have a good week. Okay, Enjoy you too. And uh, Deb Williams, Ronnie, who is she? She's the smartest woman I know. All right, we're going to have to do some housekeeping here on the air, Ronnie. Are you saying that I need to take a break or it's going to go straight to the end of the show? I think it's going straight. Because if I screw this up, I think it screws up the rest of the, the century. Okay, well. <laughs> i tell you what I'll do. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take a picture of the screen. And text it to you. Okay, that'll work. Because I don't know, I really don't know what uh, what's going to happen here. Uh, this part isn't something that changed, so we should be able to figure this out. And I've got a little bit more to talk about, which I will get to as soon as I find, uh, what's your name? Oh, Ronnie Black. Okay, let me text this <laughs> picture. This is great radio, I know, folks. Uh, uh, let me put that there. And uh, all right. Ronnie, take a look at that and tell me if we need to do something else. And I'll go on with the WeatherTech Truck Series, which has one race left on Saturday, November the 13th at Road Atlanta. And, um, you know, I was thinking about, I really wanted to go to this. My brother and I both wanted to. I checked out the ticket prices. They aren't so bad. I'd love to get in the pits. Uh, I was hoping maybe they sold a pit pass like they do, or drag racing or, you know, a lot of places, but I don't see where they do that. Um but then also, this race runs from 10 in the morning till 10 at night. And that's to be a pretty long day for my brother and I. And uh, it would also require us to do the show on Sunday, uh, this radio show. And even at that, getting out of the racetrack at 10 o'clock at night. And, of course, if the, weather, if the wheeling engineering cars win, we might try to break into victory lane and get into celebration. So, uh I'm probably not going to make Road Atlanta. I, I wish they ran the Roval. Hopefully, we talked to Scott Cooper about it last week, and uh, uh, they'll come back soon. Well, you ain't got to stay for the whole race period. You can leave at 6 o'clock in the evening, come home, and catch the end of it on the TV. Have you seen that commercial? Is it progressive or something where the, your people act like their father? And they're standing there in the parking lot of the football <laughs> yeah. game, and the guy says, uh, now we're going to leave about the third quarter, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. I don't leave in the third. You know what my mother used to do? This is crazy. My mother, and she did this and didn't think twice about it. When she'd take us, me and Smoke to the movies, she'd go like halfway through the movie and watch it all the way around back to that spot and get up and leave and claim she'd seen the movie. Perry, don't say you didn't leave. You left me over in pouring rain at Cherokee Speedway one night. It was an adventure getting out of there. I, <laughs> I, I think you sent me a text about 4 o'clock in the morning. And you were still eating uh, Dudley's chicken wings in the infield. 
But the weather check, uh, the weather tech sports car championship will be on November thirteenth. I will probably not go. Um, wait till they come closer to home next year. But nineteen points is all that separates the Wheeling Engineering Cadillac DPI from the championship. That's Felipe Nasser and Pipo Durani, the drivers from Brazil. And they're uh, 19 points behind Ricky Taylor and Felipe Albuquerque and another Cadillac. And uh, the fifth and sixth place, the third place team, is 164, inch back, 164 points back. So they're absolutely out of it. And we're not even going to consider them. But uh, maybe we can uh, maybe we can be celebrating the championship on uh, uh, the next week after that show. That will be one of our last shows. And... Uh, for sure, we want to have Mike Hill on either before or, or after, or we want to get Mike on to talk about it because I tell you, I, I follow that series and I'm dead serious about this as closely as NASCAR. I mean, I'm I feel connected to it, although it's through you, Alan, and um, the cars are beautiful, the racing's great, and I'm I'm into it. I'm I'm all in. That's kind of like Formula One. I mean, I like it. Formula One. I like IMSA. Well, I don't have. A co-host with a formula with a brother connected to a Formula One team, so I got to say I'm a little closer. Well, if you did, we'd have somebody. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, maybe uh, Deb says she lives right down the street from uh, Haas uh, and whatever that Russian's got name guy's name is. Okay, let's look at TV for this weekend, and then we're actually going to have a few minutes to kill uh, today. If you're interested. At noon, as soon as we get off, if you don't want to watch Tennessee slug it out with Carolina, and I'm kind of afraid to watch it, but on NBC, the main station, they have the uh, WeatherTech uh, sports car races at Virginia International Raceway, and that's on NBC, the main station, but that's not the weather, the uh, the DPIs, it's the other classes, and that's uh, at Virginia International Raceway, and it's probably going to be some pretty good racing. The uh, Xfinity race, I'm know for a fact that scott cooper told us last week it was a two o'clock start it's a three o'clock start and i have triple confirmed that and um the race is from three to five and that's on nbc the big the big network so uh charlotte somehow managed to get all their races on nbc uh then at tomorrow Formula One at 7.55, we'll call it 8 o'clock, on ESPN2 will be the Turkish Grand Prix. We'll see if uh, Lewis Hamilton can slug his way from 10th place up to the up to the, the lead, which um, I, I bet he does. And But it, it could be big because he's only got, what, I uh, read it earlier, a few two, points lead over point, Verstappen. So, yep, two-point lead. Yeah, so, I mean, that's big. I don't know where Verstappen qualified, but uh, it, it's make for an interesting race. And then at 2.30 will be uh, – the cup cars on the Roval, which will be very interesting. I, I just can't forget. A couple of years ago when uh, my man Chase Elliott drove straight into the barricade and wound up winning the race. So uh, that was uh, that was a hard way to do it, but he did it. Yep. And uh, it just shows you can come back from uh, sometimes a driver, once he makes a mistake, he's, he drives a little bit harder. You reckon it uh, bent something that helped? <laughs> no. Unlike uh, Larson last week where the wheel pointing toward the wall actually didn't help him. Uh, kind of wasn't his fault either. He was just at a place where he shouldn't have been. 
All righty. Well, we got a few minutes here, about three and a half. Uh, any chance to get into 25T out there to wrap up the end of the year? No. No chance. No chance. That was pretty – you've been iffy up till now, but that was pretty that was, pretty quick uh, answer. We, we combined in class kind of like uh, they did at Cherokee Speedway last week. Uh, don't get me wrong. You've seen uh, they combined three classes together, and it, it's combined classes just don't work. Yeah. I mean, uh, we don't uh, – Doesn't work for you anyway. Well, that's uh, – just don't like it. Okay. Well, I don't blame him. Mr. Wilson like it? No. <laughs> he, he won't wants, go he wants to well he goes he okay. goes to every race All and right. stuff like that but he wants to see a car out there on that racetrack and uh he calls me about three times a week wanting to know if we're gonna do something and uh i told him i'd like to see what next year's rules say and uh we'll go from there all right so it's gonna be uh um 2022 before we see the 25t if at all yeah Okay. I've got it tore slam apart just so that I won't even get the urge. <laughs> <laughs> and you got Jada to hide some of the pieces. Ronnie? Well, I'm ready to get uh, our football back on track tonight, high school football. Okay. You got a Saturday night game. I do. All 7 right. o'clock at Riverside. And um, at Riverside. So you just be spectating. You won't be announcing. Right. Okay. And you're telling me. That this is going to go straight to the close. That's what it looks like to me. Because the block above it, it says timed break. Right. But don't worry about that. That's after the show close. Right. All right. We're going to find we'll out in happens. a minute 55. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I had a had a pretty good show today, I thought. Listen, with, uh, I really enjoyed listening to the uh, family. Yeah, the Scott family. Of, of Wendell Scott. They... they they apparently are wonderful people. And it has just taken NASCAR a long time to to come around. I mean, they were, you read that book by Brian Donovan, and they gave Wendell such a hard time. Bob Colvin wouldn't, well, they wouldn't even let NAS, they wouldn't even let Wendell run at NAS, uh, at a Darlington from, from 61 until like 67. Some, I think maybe 66 was the first year he won it, uh, or he ran it. But, uh, I mean, just flat wouldn't let him run. And Bill France said, you know, you're equal to everybody here, and uh, I won't let anybody do anything, you know, bad to you, you know, like hit you or run you off the track, which happened anyway. But he uh, he didn't help him all that much either. Yeah. So uh, I'm glad to see they finally are making amends, and they got him in the Hall of Fame, and it sounded like they gave him the royal treatment. If they flew that family down from Virginia or wherever they were to Daytona, that, that right. took a pretty big plane. Yeah. <laughs> Alan? Couple of seconds there. What you got? Um, hopefully Harris gets their race in this afternoon. Uh, okay. Like I say, ten dollars to get into the stands. I mean, I can't see nothing wrong with that. Nope, me either. And uh, next week uh, we may have a surprise guest. Sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. But we will definitely at eleven o'clock have Chuck Piazza, who I sold a couple of books to this morning, but I gave it back to him because I bought his breakfast. <laughs> so uh, Chuck, uh, Chuck's a great driver from. Uh, the short tracks around here uh, in the past, and we look forward to having him on. And if this thing's going to work, it's going to do it in four seconds. So uh, we appreciate everybody listening. And it did work. You're right, Ronnie. So thank you for listening to Start Your Engines. we got about seven shows left, and we'll make them as good as we possibly can. In the meantime, 
Everybody be careful out there and keep it between the fences. You've been listening to Start Your Engines. Tune in each Saturday morning at 10 during the season for the very latest in auto racing news, interviews, and guests from around the sport. To find out more or order Perry Allen Woods books on motorsports, visit McFarlandBooks.com. Start Your Engines has been a presentation of Fox Sports Spartanburg, LLC. All rights reserved. Spartanburg's radio home for University of South Carolina football is Fox Sports 1400 WSPG Spartanburg. Now on FM at 98.3. We are And here's what you need to know. Seven top 25 teams about to kick 